This journey of life is paved with ebbs and flows, many highs and lows. We often trip over stumbling blocks that seem almost impassable. And as a result, we blaze trails creating our own paths, never pausing long enough to recognize that we were never meant to do it alone. Welcome to the Surrendered Walk Podcast. Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid. Neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Joshua 1 verse 9. Hello, Surrendered Walk family. It has indeed been a minute. But I'm back. And the reason I took a break was because I entered into another phase of my protocol. And this one is pretty intense. It's one thing to trust God and still control the everyday happenings. It's a whole other thing to trust him completely. Let's talk about it. So this phase of the protocol, it's it's challenging. And all the things that are happening alongside it makes me want to be discouraged. But as I just read earlier on in Joshua 1.9, the God we serve already goes ahead of us and comforts us with his words. And so it's a promise. He says, whethersoever I go or you go, that he's with us. It doesn't always feel that way. But he is there, I promise you. So I'll, I'll demonstrate how much he's been with me up to this point. Ooh, where do I start? So after the first phase of the protocol of taking lots of herbs, Um, drinking lots of water, um, just taking things that just didn't taste the best, and no food, meaning chewing and swallowing. For 30 days, I started to notice something about my right breast, which is where my tumor is located. And something about it didn't look right. But if you have a personal walk with God and know about times when you see things that don't look right, how the enemy comes in like a flood and tries to push those thoughts. 
you would understand that he came in just like that, like a flood, and wanted to push the thoughts. Some of those thoughts were, girl, what are you doing? You need to get your behind to the doctor, let them cut that thing off, and start you on chemo. I'm not going to lie to you. That seemed like a good idea because I had no one around me to kind of guide me as far as what I should be looking for. And I'm not going to place any blame on the gentleman who was helping me with my protocol because he's a man and I didn't feel comfortable sharing everything with him. That could have been my fault. But nonetheless, I, uh, I just kept thinking, I, just, I need a woman who can look at me and who shares the same ideology that God created this body and he can heal it. So day by day and with each passing moment, that would be my thought process. And I persevered, taking my supplements, powder, form, juices, all the things. And I made it through the 30 days by God's grace. Lost a lot of weight. Um, And of course, I'm trying to do a documentary on all of this so that you can see the journey a little bit better or listen, whichever. Um, So April comes around. This was in March, the entire month of March. We did the detox. That was the first phase. And the second phase was, oh, food. I should be able to gain back all this weight now. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, I think I lost maybe 25 pounds. Don't quote me. (laughs) So this was the smallest I'd ever seen myself and it was very discouraging. But guess what? The word of God stands true and he says he will never leave nor forsake. And the truth was it wasn't chemo. So here I am, about 102 pounds or so, and a breast that just doesn't look right. What, what do I do? Do I say, God, I don't, I don't understand your way. It's not making a lot of sense. I'm just going to go to what I know, you know? But I believe that God wanted me to come this direction. So I am, in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to push forward. In the midst of all of that, I get a message from one of my girlfriends who lives pretty close to Virginia, but still in North Carolina, inviting me to a canning class. Now, if you know me, you know I love anything healthy, uh, to do with preparation for healthy living, that kind of thing. So I was excited because hair was something to take my mind off of all that's going on. My separation, my growing right breast, my loneliness, my newfound feeling of being abandoned. All these things are going on at once. And I am thinking there's got to be another way so going to this canning class even though it was a three hour and three and a half hour drive away from me was a little bit of an escape 
because I was really starting to feel the burden of discouragement. I'm going to pause here to say that doing things God's way doesn't necessarily eliminate the temporary moments of discouragement or um, just feeling defeated or just not sure. Uh, It doesn't take those things away right away. It's as the journey goes on, you get to a place where you can see the hand of God. And because he's brought you through some things before, you know that you can move forward despite what you're experiencing or seeing, right? So anyway, I drive my son and I to my friend's house to spend the weekend. I get there and I'm exhausted because I hadn't hadn't driven that far in a long time. And so we went to the first part of the canning class and the next day I just started to feel the depletion of that drive. And I remember saying to my friend that I, I don't know if I can go to church tomorrow because I'm just tired and her suggestion was stay home and rest and uh, I'll take John to church and you can relax we'll be back home in time for lunch (laughs) prior to that when I had first arrived I talked to her about being anointed because my dear sweet sister friend uh reminded me what James said about seeking the elders to be anointed. So that was on the forefront of my mind. But because I had moved away from my old church and I hadn't yet gone to a new church, I hadn't been able to get anointed. Anyway, I went to bed with the thought that I wasn't going to go to church. That morning I woke up and As I was laying there, I heard a voice say, you can't stay home and rest. Remember you said you wanted to be anointed? Exactly like that. And I was like, oh, oh my goodness, how could I forget? I scramble out of bed, I get myself together, and I go to church. And upon arriving to church, I seek out this woman, not knowing that this was the wife of the first elder, and I, I talk to her, I tell her my situation, and she's like, I'm going to make sure that that happens today for you. A custom of this particular church is to have prayer and anointing at the end of every service. So church goes on, an amazing sermon, get to the end of service and go to prayer. Everybody states their request as we get ready to pray and we pray. (sighs) After prayer, no, during prayer, this gentleman prays. And in my heart, I just know that God is speaking to me through him, just the way that he prayed. And to make a long story short, at the end of all of that, and at the culmination of the canning class, he finally introduces himself to me and his wife turns out to be a medical doctor who has left the profession of doctoring as the world knows it to become a medical missionary and she in turn would be the one to look at me 
and let me know that I can move into the phase that I'm in now. And I'll do that on a whole other episode. Why did I tell you that portion of the story? Things are going to get discouraging on your walk. Things are going to look bleak and they're going to look grim. This journey, I never saw myself having cancer. Never. Though it was my biggest fear, I never saw myself having cancer. And I never saw myself walking through it alone, meaning without my husband. I have the love and the support of my friends and my family members, but it does not replace that love from my husband and the support from him that I so desire. But it's not my reality, so life must go on. A few months ago, I couldn't speak like this because I was broken in so many pieces and places and I was still depending on self to get me through it. But I'm telling you that this journey has strengthened my faith so much that I can talk about these things and not be in tears because I know who my source is and I know who is walking me through this. Joshua 1.9 is that reminder that constantly shows me light when it comes to discouragement. It is not a word that should be in my vocabulary. Because of my past experience with God, I know that I shouldn't be. Because He is not a God that He should lie. He comes through for you. It may not be in the way that you want it, But it's right on time and it's according to his will and it's for your good. I don't plan to stay away much more. It's so strange that a lot of times when I enter into a phase of life that's uncomfortable or unsure, I pause what I'm doing because I just can't manage everything at one time. It doesn't necessarily mean that that's what God is wanting me to do. But that's what I tend to do. But the prompting has been, keep going, Monique. Keep talking about what you're going through. The moments when you stop, those are the moments where pe- that people need to hear about. When it's, it, when it's hard and when it's, it's, it's just something that you feel like you can't endure. Last night I wanted to record, but I didn't because I was detangling my hair. And I, I lost so much hair and I, it discouraged me because I thought I was over that already. I have come past the losing of a lot of hair. And this is not because of the cancer. This is mainly because of my thyroid. And it was discouraging. And I was like, I'm not going to record because I don't want anyone to hear that in my voice and all the excuses. But life cannot be edited and it cannot be twisted and turned to suit how we want it to be presented. It, it, it happens according to God's will. And so I'm learning that come what may, if this podcast is a platform where I want you to know what the journey of surrendering is like, I have to be forthcoming with everything. And if something comes up on the day that I'm supposed to record, I got to push past and do it anyway. And I'm, I'm asking you guys to 
communicate with me, um, stay in constant contact with me through the email, the surrendered walk at gmail.com. So I can know that you're listening and I can know that you have, if you have questions, I can answer them because it encourages me to keep going and to keep sharing. You don't have to, if you don't want to, because I have to do it anyway, but it'll be nice to form a community so that we can talk about these things because it's not easy, but it's worth it. So I won't make this much longer. I'm so happy to be back and I look forward to sharing the rest of the journey with you. Be blessed and please, I beg of you, remain surrendered. Smooches. Hi, beloved. It's Mo here. Just wanted to take a moment to say thank you for listening and to remind you that you can always find me over at The Surrendered Walk on Instagram. And you are welcome to drop me a note at thesurrenderedwalk at gmail.com. Until next episode, may the Lord watch between us while we're absent one from the other. Be blessed and remain what? You guessed it, surrendered. Thank you.